Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This hour is brought to you by Team Hochberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Let's go now. You fired the first shot. Let's go, man. Jason Leisure. I'm here in the studio at The Score. This is a very, very special honor for you. There's reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. H-I-T-S, they all stand for try hard. So for the coaches, it's now H is for, hey, don't do that. I is for, I wouldn't do that if I were you. T is for, that's a bad thing to do. And S is for stop, you're fired. I don't know if I really look at it that way, Jay. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I was driving to my dad's house before recording this. I was like, man, I'm really in the mood for a beer. Just one. And then I remembered, like, all the beer at my dad's house is gross. Jason Leisure with Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Let's talk some Bears with some newsy stuff that we just got a couple of moments ago. Jason Leisure can be found on Twitter, at Jason Leisure, Bears writer for the Sun-Times, with us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline and twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. I've been criticizing, Jason, this, this warmed-over Bears list because it's just guys. It's just exactly what we thought. But putting Cliff Kingsbury on there, now I'm interested. Now that's the first name where I said, "Okay, now we might be on to something." What do you think? I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for Cliff Kingsbury as an option here. And if you're picking Caleb Williams, it's this is a really good move for the Bears because he'll probably have a lot of information for you on Caleb Williams. Not that you couldn't have gotten that anyway from talking to him, but in an interview, I think you'll get a much more in-depth idea of as he's explaining how he would potentially coach Caleb Williams, you'll get a lot of insight into that. So I like that. And this is, this is to me, a, a popular candidate. This isn't a guy who you're just settling for whoever's left after the dust clears everywhere else. It's a guy that has options too. Even if those options are just staying at USC, he he's got options because he does have a track record of successful offenses with this type of quarterback, whether we're talking Texas Tech or if we're talking about his time in Arizona. So that, that that's a good thing to have. I know that he he's someone that you were looking forward to. Is there anyone else that they've talked to that you find intriguing? That they've talked to? Um, no, I'm kind of with Dan. It's uh, It's an uninspiring list. I mean, Greg Roman. I like that idea, at least as a, as something to look into. Um, I wouldn't mind hiring him also. 
I mean, you do need someone to be in charge of your run this game. This is what I mean. Like, if you hire him as run game coordinator, running backs coach, I don't know how diametrically opposed his philosophies are or his personality would be. But if they haven't thought big yet, one thing they can do is hire multiple guys off their list and make up titles for them. They can, but that doesn't sound really very functional to me to just assemble this super staff, especially if the offensive coordinator is not the guy choosing everybody that, you know what that reminds me of a little bit is when they just had all these different coaches working on Mitch and that, that <laughs> yes, didn't right. seem very cohesive. They, they had team Mitch. Yeah. Have you figured out? And I mean, the, the, the Kingsbury thing is going to be really interesting. Have you been able to talk to anyone about how they're going to thread the needle of talking to all of these coordinator candidates without revealing their plans because they don't want to reveal their plans because they don't want to damage any value to Justin Fields if they're going to trade them or letting people know that they're going to keep them. How do you go about doing that? You can't tip your hand in these interviews, which to me, I thought I would have thought logically the best thing to do would be to know what you want to do at quarterback before these interviews and that would dictate which candidates you're interviewing in some cases. And it would also dictate which caliber of candidates you can get. And it would really influence the course of the interviews because it's it would be it just seems like such a different task between what could you do with Justin Fields versus how will you help us make sure we make a correct evaluation on however many prospects we're considering Ask both but ask all of yeah, it you, well, that's there's what no they're time do, limit Dan. i mean that's sure i, mean, I, I would that's think what they're doing. you ask everybody about what you, what would you do with justin fields and then you talk about all of the other prospects involved who do you like and why or, i mean cuz i mean theoretically you could have everybody sign an nda but it's still going to probably leak if you if you, you know, disclosed your plans well what you're describing is what they're going to do to answer lawrence's question that is what they're doing they are going into all of these, you know, very tight-lipped about their plans, but they want to hear, you know, what are you going to do if it's this? What are you going to do if it's this? Um, you know, what are you going to do if they bring in um, Kirk Cousins or somebody like that? You know, they're, these are going to be very open-ended, long, multifaceted interviews. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating thing that they got going it on is. over there to try to figure out how all of this stuff is going to work. I know but that we can I say one thing you can say uh, as many things as you'd like because this is your segment. I, well, it's your show. So I want to ask, but like, I think I fall victim to this. And I think that sometimes the Bears fan base does as well. These are good problems to have. Finally, finally, these are good problems to have. This isn't like Mitch Trubisky just shipwrecks and it's like, what do we do? We better be the only team willing to trade for Nick Foles or Matt Nagy, you know, just drives the offense into a ditch and it's like, uh, well, we got to fire him and find someone else. At least the option, at least the choices they're making this year at coach, coordinator, quarterback, at least these are good choices to be making. Jalen Johnson's approach, his, his stance shouldn't say his approach, his stance has changed where at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year saying, ah, you know, I don't necessarily have to be paid the highest. I, I should be respected. But now that he's got some interceptions second team all pro do you think that his idea of 
being the highest paid corner makes sense. Uh, to use what to use his phrase that he always says, hundred percent. Yes, he certainly could argue that he has been just. This is the first year he got the accolades. This is the first year he got the uh, postseason awards and everything like that. But Chase Jalen Johnson has been excellent since the day they drafted him, and that was a great draft pick of the Ryan Pace era to get him in the second round and be right, I guess, medically about the opinion on his shoulder. Um, He has been excellent. He's been the best corner on the team since they got him. And he's so young. I forget how young he is, but he's, he's like the same age as Kyler Gordon or something like that. I think he's like 23. He's extremely young for how experienced he is. You are signing up for the prime years with this next contract of one of the best young cornerbacks in the game. And Lawrence, you can't predict anything. You don't ever know. And the Bears know this better than anyone. You don't ever know what's in another person's mind, even if they're in your building. But Jalen Johnson just seems like if you're going to bet on somebody who stays determined and motivated and committed to getting better, even after they get paid, Jalen Johnson sure seems like that guy to me. Why haven't we heard anything about the Bears' defensive coordinator position? Probably that's going to be less exciting to you than the offensive coordinator position. But that's Dan. not Sorry. why we haven't heard anything about it. It's like, well, we can't. Bernstein's not going to be excited, so let's not talk about it. I think they kind of have this thing where they like to have everything organized all at once. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator all presented on the same day, just like they did with their coaching decision of Eberflus stays and Getsy goes. Hmm. Okay. All right. What do you take from this past weekend's games? Hmm. Quarterbacks. Okay. I think, uh, you know, I would, I have kind of a list in my mind of quarterbacks that Justin Fields can't catch probably. And I think I would definitely put C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love on that list now this year. I would add them to that list. Well, now it's a little bit more of a daunting task of taking the North and never giving it back when you look and see that that quarterback has grown the way that he has and that team in Detroit is is really, really dangerous. And the, this, the idea, the specter of the, the possibility, and it's a decent one, of a Packers-Lions NFC Championship game has got to have people at Hallis Hall shaking their heads. That's the thing about rebuilds, man, is they're competitive. It's a zero-sum game. You could make all the right decisions. You could, quote-unquote, fix the Bears, but you've got to fix the Bears better than the Packers are fixing the Packers. And the Lions rebuild is now, you know, come to blossom here. So, like, they're, they've arrived. They're done with their rebuild, and now they're a real team. And... Will that'll be tested? This that's being tested now in the playoffs. That'll be tested next year when they're the you know supposed favorite again, probably to win the North. And Green Bay will be gunning for that, and the Bears will be gunning for that. And and, sure and the Vikings will find a quarterback, and they'll be at least competitive with the Bears. Yeah, I'm not sure. I yeah, I'm not sure what they'll be. Um, but when you talk about big picture for the Bears, and they and they want to build toward being a contender. And they always talk about, well, we start with our division. We start with our division. And that always feels so small to me. And it's not right now. 
it's not small to them to be competitive in the division. They're one in the same. If you get competitive in this in division, you're a Super Bowl contender. Yes. Yeah, if you were winning the division, right. you, you are, yes. But I would look at them right now, and I would say, objectively, they have the fourth best coach in their division. And if Kirk Cousins was to come back healthy next year, I would say that the Bears right now have the fourth best quarterback in that division. And that is a problem. How much do you think that changes if the quarterback going in is Caleb Williams? Well, we don't know. And that's the thing. That's the thing I keep saying is when when you talk about Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams or any rookie, um, there is so much unknown with a rookie. You know with Justin Fields what his what his baseline is going to be. He is going to be at least this good. And credit to him, he's he he's his baseline is respectable. I think that Justin Fields can be a good quarterback. This isn't like Mitch where when he leaves the Bears, you're not worried about this ever coming back to haunt you. But Justin Fields, if he ends up in Pittsburgh or something like that, I'd be I'd be very interested to see how his career goes. But there's this comfort with Justin Fields and this very, very gradual improvement. And there's this uneasiness with the the total unknown of the draft. But what if I tell you that the quarterback you get in the draft is C.J. Stroud. And that's not, some, that's not something I made up. That's not mythology. That happened this year. The guy who was a potential top quarterback in the draft, who went number two overall, comes in and is immediately an MVP candidate on a team that, doesn't have, that didn't have half of what the Bears will have in place going into next year. So if I told you that you're going to get that, if you're going to add that kind of talent or something in the neighborhood of that, maybe C.J. Stroud is so great that we, it is going to be something we just don't see hardly ever. But if I tell you that the rookie quarterback is going to come in and be pretty good with, you know, arrow pointing up going beyond his rookie season, of course, that is so much high. That, that's, that's such high potential for the Bears. And when you go into a game like this right now, Lawrence, like uh, Houston's playing Baltimore, Lamar Jackson is one of the best in the league, one of the best all time. So, you know, C.J. Stroud is not as good as him. But they go into that game. Houston goes into that game knowing, we've got a chance. Like, C.J. Stroud might erupt on these guys. He might have a huge game. That is, that is a possibility. He's good enough that he gives you a chance. Was it you who posed the questions to Ryan Poles about having any regrets over not taking C.J. Stroud? Because what did you make of his responses. He, he, he wasn't completely defensive, but he sounded like he was, he'd thought about it a lot, at least. It was Mark Potash, I think. Okay. And Mark always zeroes in on such precise questions with Ryan Poles. And I, I love that he does that. Um, well, I don't know what Ryan Poles is supposed to say in that situation, especially as he's still considering the possibility of keeping Justin Fields and, looking at the possibility of what could we get for Justin Fields. And now he's asked about Stroud on another roster. Um, it, it is reminiscent of when the Bears took Mitch, and then it was nothing but questions about Watson and Mahomes for the next however many years. But I, I will say this. When I talked to Ryan Poles back at Alabama's Pro Day, so this was after they traded the number one pick, and he was there scouting Bryce Young, even though they were not taking Bryce Young at that point because they had moved down to nine. He was explaining to me, which I found very interesting, that he still evaluates all these quarterbacks as if they could, as if he might draft them because he wants full, complete notes 
that he can then look back to and he can say, okay, CJ Stroud is lighting up the league. Let me look back in my notes and see if I saw that coming. Or Bryce Young is uh, kind of a dud. Let me look back in my notes and see if my notes were right. I need a library of evaluations of quarterbacks to know how I'm doing as an evaluator, even on guys we don't pick. So I, I think no, that's I, good. I, I think it's too. very good. I get that. I just usually it comes with time where 20 years from now, when you're having a beer with Ryan Poles, he might say, God, that Stroud is way better than I ever thought he was going to be. It it, it, it it takes some removal from it. Like I don't think there are a lot of NBA guys when Steph Curry gets drafted who said, well, we just passed on the greatest shooter in the mm-hmm. history of the game who was going to redefine the geometry of the sport. There was a reason that they passed on him, and you love to know what that is. Why the Bears passed on Stroud? Yeah, like right. like what, yeah, what, what, was it, what was it that you weren't completely convinced about? And that's the inexact science of scouting quarterbacks. You don't know. The difference in this case, though, is I view this as still incomplete. Because for me, if you go back to 2017, it was Trubisky versus Mahomes versus Watson. It was really Trubisky versus Watson at the time. Mm -hmm. From a football standpoint, Watson is the guy you should have picked from a football standpoint. Must be fun for him that we have to always say that uh, when we talk about him. Uh, In this case, it's Justin Fields versus the 2023 class versus the 2024 class because by trading out of that number one pick that is why you have the number one pick this year and so if you come out of that sequence with a guy who is as good as cj stroud or even better whether that ends up being justin fields or whether that ends up being caleb williams or drake may or someone else then you're good i mean the bears when they chose trubisky over mahomes and watson that was permanent that was done in this case I view this as an extension of that original decision. So the evaluation that Ryan Pohl's decision at quarterback is still in progress. He still has time to get that right. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about this because there was so much from the press conferences. But now that you see this story coming out of the Indiana legislature, (laughs) what do you think is going on with Kevin Warren and them building? Because he, he was not committal. To, to Arlington Heights. He, he he deflected and moved when asked about Arlington Heights a lot, and there are still people that would like the Bears to be in their hometown. I'm sorry, man, but I don't know the Indiana legislature story that you're talking about. Oh, I missed it. the Indiana legislature made it easier for the Bears to move to Indi- Northwest Indiana if they wanted. Come on, that's not happening. There's you're not, no you're not going to go visit Northwest Indiana. You you have to move. They'd I mean, have to I'll go change, where work is. They'd either have to change your beat, or you'd have to move. Like you and the family are just moving <laughs> with me, and then you can go cover the Bears. We could do a sitcom off of that. We could do a reality show of that. We'll call it Uncle Lawrence. <laughs> that would be I still hilarious. think it's Arlington Heights. I still think I, it's Arlington Heights. They own the land. It's a blank canvas. It is ideal for them from a building standpoint and for a location standpoint with their season ticket holders and a sunk and, cost standpoint. Yes. And, and I've said all along that if you and I had the money, Lawrence, we should have bought that land because you don't have to build a football stadium on that land to make money off that land. It's going to be profitable for them no matter what, but it's perfect for this. And what I keep thinking is how much time is going to go by before they put a shovel in the ground? Because 
we've already been on this for, I think, coming up on three years now of nothing, practically nothing happened happening. All that has happened so far is they've closed on the purchase and they've demolished the old racetrack. So there isn't real. It's going to be three years, Kevin Warren said, from the time they actually start building. And like, when is that three year clock going to start? Last thing, real quick. Two Bears coaches that I've seen have been named to the East-West Shrine Bowl coaching staff. I saw Richard Hightower and now linebackers coach Dave Borgonzi. In the based on what we know in the past, whether it's been Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, etc., when they get an extra look or some inside opportunity, does that mean that we can maybe pay a little bit more attention to the list of names there as far as draft prospects? Yeah, that definitely happened with them with the Senior Bowl last right. year. I mean, that's the whole backstory on. Not the whole backstory, but that's a big part of the backstory on Tyson Bajan. That's why I which ask. was a good pickup for them and good player development. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I think it's really good for Richard Hightower, who I know has aspirations to be a head coach. And that's such a difficult path to go from special teams coordinator to head coach because you work your way up to special teams coordinator. But in a way, that's for most coaches, a dead end as far as climbing. There have been very few that have gone from that to head coach. And you'd almost be better served being the running backs coach and then being the O-line coach and then being the quarterbacks coach and then like, which is starting over at the bottom practically. Um, so I'm glad for Richard Hightower that he gets that opportunity and it is good for the bears. It is good for them to have coaches that as you do this evaluation, when you talk about getting to have these guys in practice for a week, that is so much more than you're going to get out of a, a single workout at house hall or the combine or a pro day. Well, how the birthday parties and stuff go. Birthday parties. Wasn't there a birthday even, party? There probably was, man. It's hard to keep track of everything. And <laughs> See, this I, is why you need uncle Lawrence. This is it right here. I have spent this week doing carpool and laundry and they put dry- you right back to work. Yes. And my wife is my wife is not enjoying that I'm off of you know seven days a week football practice, busy all day, every day, because it's kind of like I'm done at noon and everyone else still has other things to do. And I'm what they would call a distraction. You know what I got to do this week? I got to what? go into my uh, kids' respective rooms, shut the heating vents in both rooms, and close the doors. <laughs> and it means I don't have to. I don't have to w- waste precious heat in during the polar vortex on their rooms right now. So that there you go. That's what how I disgusting know. were those rooms? What did you dude, have to walk dude, through? To- you don't even like in his room. It's just clothes. And, you know, there's a pile of clothes, and I, and I understand the pile of clothes thing. But her room, and it was like, I don't know what it is with the... Didn't she have, like, visitors and stuff, though? Like, weren't there sleepovers and... No, not... No, but it, it's like mugs with dried herbal tea bags in the bottom and then oh my cans of, of seltzer everywhere. And, if, and bottles of seltzer. Right. telling jokes. No, and the other thing is... Ratatouille's crawling around. No, the diabetes test strips. If You you don't want your daughter to live? What is the matter with you? I, of course I do. But after you've used the test strip, throw it away. Instead of 
somewhere else. And at least like when we have hardwood floors, I'll walk around and, and still like a week from now, I will walk and I'll, and I'll pull a, a, a diabetes test strip off my foot that somehow got picked up. Just pick, just throw those away. God. Sorry. I, my, my kids need that talk too. Cause everything, I just assume they must be thinking, oh, the, um, you know, the staff will get this. Like I'm staff. <laughs> Well, it's also someone, clean, someone cleans it up. Like, who do you think does that? Yeah. The other the other moment we had was when we got the visa bill and we're seeing that there were some charges on there to our visa card for some nights out that we weren't asked about or told about. Well, well, that's your fault. That's that is your fault. So like, yeah. Well, my kids wouldn't know how to do that. My kids wouldn't have um, access to that. I think your kids do know how to do. Are that. you kidding? Just not doing. They that. haven't done it yet. Of course they. The moment you start thinking that way, that's your I, demise. I would also say, in the case of, and, and this is no diss to you, because I would say this about me when it comes to your kids. Your kids are smarter than you. Me? Yes. Oh, everybody in the house is smarter than me. I yeah. That's a that's one of my that's one of the. Uh, Something I got to overcome in the house. Don't, and, um, uh, Lawrence is like hanging around here. Like everybody, uh, everyone, everyone's got a little bit of an advantage over me at all times. <laughs> Mentally. Well, I think knowing that is half the battle. The more Joe. Know. Yep. Thanks, Jason. All right. See you guys. See you. That's Jason Leisure. So are the Bears headed to Indiana? No, but we can talk about it anyway. Right, we'll once do that again, next. there's more than corn in Indiana. Thank you, Stinkfinger. Back after this on The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score. I'm one of those folks, I try to stay away from the minuses or the negatives. I just look at, because I, I believe that, you know, we're blessed here in Chicago. A lot of places that you live, you don't have options that we could be talking about Arlington Heights or Chicago. And so we're, we're fortunate. We have, we have very good choices here. Not really. I mean, you you bought the property, and now you're just trying to negotiate the tax burden. Well, they've got options kind and of. choices. 
So there, take that, mister. It's another floating Indiana again? Well, they're not. The Bears are not. Well, you never know who. But maybe. This from the Northwest Times, the Northwest Indiana Times. And they are talking about how there has been a bill put forth. Representative Earl Harris Jr. of East Chicago. Harris recently filed legislation at the Indiana House to establish a 19-member Northwest Indiana Professional Sports Development Commission tasked with studying the possibility of attracting professional sports teams to the region, along with developing a master plan for doing so. (laughs) Quote, not all National Football League teams play in their namesake cities. Some, like the New York Giants and Jets, not even in the same state. With the Chicago Bears looking into options for a new location, this legislation will help make Northwest Indiana a more attractive option for them and other sports teams. House Bill 1174 does not provide funding or any other means to construct an NFL-quality stadium in Northwest Indiana, a separate measure likely requiring substantial state investment, similar to the 2005 Indiana Colts stadium law, would need to be would be needed to take the next mm-hmm. step. But Northwest, the region is in, baby. They got casinos over there. There's an airport that nobody uses. Speaking, let's of, go. Speaking of casinos, oh, no, oh. we're not going there. We're not going to Northwest Indiana. I'm not. Go ahead. I mean, I live like I mean, pretty much like right there. Say, I mean, you can get cheap gas, and although the Skyway now is like nine dollars yeah, or something. That's wild. I mean, I guess I could take forty-one, but why are we not talking about a casino as part of the new White Sox stadium? Oh, you just wait, Dan Bernstein. That's going to be the next part of this thing. It should be. If you're if they're going to do this, it would be inevitable that a casino would be a part of the complex. No. I would think, and didn't Bally's, doesn't Bally's have to change locations for their tower that they're making? There's, there's something like they have to move the location for it. So, but Ray was like, hey, the governor chimed in on the White Sox thing. Let's yeah. hear what, what governor. Well, originally he didn't say that. He said Pritzker. I misheard him during the break. He's in the talk back. He's like, hey, you want to do the thing that Pritzker said? I'm like. Jaquan Brisker was asked about No it? wonder you blankly stared at <laughs> yes. me. I was like, wait. I told Studs, like, it was odd that I brought this up and Dan yes. just stared at me because I and didn't say you, anything. I thought you said Brisker. Like, why are they asking? You would want to hear Jaquan's Brisker's yeah, thoughts. I actually would. Yes, you would. I was wondering, like, who found him and who asked him about a White Sox stadium? Because I'm an it, idiot. But it wasn't. <laughs> Brisker. No, it wasn't. It was the governor of Illinois, right. J.B. Pritzker. Got it. Who spoke on the possibility of the White Sox building in the 78. Well, nobody's made an ask yet. So uh, having said that, uh, I think you know my views about, uh, you know, privately owned teams and, uh, you know, whether the public should be paying for private facilities that will be used by private businesses. Having said that, I mean, there are things that government does to support business all across the state, investing in infrastructure, making sure that we're, uh, you know, supporting the uh, success of business in Illinois. So, you know, as with all of the other, whether it's sports teams or, or other private businesses, we'll be looking at whatever they may be suggesting or asking. 
I haven't heard any of that. I didn't hear all of it. I heard a lot about most of it, but no. what I did hear, I did not hear any of that. I, I think the second Trestman reference on this show, it's too damn many. I think the governor just told you you better pay for it yourself. I agree with him. I agree with him wholeheartedly on that. that that's it. Like, if, if you're asking me for money, answers no. So this is from our sister station, WBBM, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. Bally's to make some changes to plan hotel tower at permanent site. Bally Chicago is being forced to make changes to its planned hotel tower at its casino site near the Chicago River. Bally's plans to break ground on its permanent casino site at the Old Tribune plant on West Chicago Avenue later this year. But Bally's chairman told the Chicago Tribune the planned hotel tower needs to be relocated from the north end of the site to avoid damaging city water and pipes near the Chicago River. This thing's never going to open. Just make the temporary the permanent, and let's keep it rolling. Let's just go. So there. And can we, I just can't get past this. Back to the Indiana legislature. So they're creating studs. They're not going. No, anywhere. I know, but they're they're no. This the idea of of what this is here. Yes. They're they're create. They're possibly creating a, a commission to study the possibility of attracting. So they're creating a commission to possibly attract something. Yeah. So it's like the, there's such a ridiculous concept. So there's so there's so many steps away. It's like, oh, so this is the idea before the idea. So we're going to attract somebody maybe 10 years from now. So let's well, create this commission now. All right. Let's play a long game here. Let's put this place in Gary. How far no. is no, 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 hold on. How far is Gary from Arlington Heights? Is it 75 miles? Because if you were looking for the second Chicago football team, it would have to be at least 75 miles away. Maybe this guy is playing the long game and saying the Bears are going to screw this up and then they're going to leave. And then I feel like it's probably like 60 miles. It's probably not 75. So they have to go deeper over by that to just build it in this house. Actually, I do believe oh, that. But I-88, but the top no, there's, there, there's another longstanding geographical NFL rule about proximity to that. Oh. That they have to make sure that they're not they're not running afoul of NFL rules because it depends where that is at a, any given time. Build it by the, the Haw Estate. I think that would be 75 miles from Arlington Heights. Yeah, the land's too expensive. What about, like, his old stomping grounds, North Judson? That's definitely 75 miles. There you go. That is Chicago Bears. That's perfect. We drive by the exits for that when we take Z to school. Oh, and by the way, thanks for Evan Altman was like, yeah. Thanks for the the T1D community for reaching out and saying, well, why does she have test strips? Doesn't she have a DEX? Yes, and, and people will tell you this, even if you have a subcutaneous glucose monitor and the pump and everything else, now she's a half bionic at this point, but it often needs verification, especially if you put in a new one, it takes time to calibrate, and sometimes you just want to get sort of a second opinion on where you are, So, and sometimes it pops out, and you're too lazy to put the, the new one in. So, yes, believe me, she, I think she's got the Dexcom 7. So, yeah, so we're, we are up to date on that, but I appreciate the, the looking out. What are we doing next? I, I don't even remember. So Ian Eagle went viral for oh, an old clip. Yes. And it went so viral that he had to take, the, take to the airwaves at our sister station, WFAN, to clear some things up. 
Let's do that next in the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. talking a lot of football on this show some of the best stuff was with matt bowen if you missed that conversation earlier you can use the rewind feature to go back and listen download the odyssey app search 670 the score and tap earlier today to get started it's just that easy so bird went viral this week for something that happened what 12 years ago yeah it was 2012 and so he had to take to the airwaves again? Well, yeah. First, we should listen back to what went viral okay. yesterday, 12 years ago. Breeze coming from all over the place, and then everything that could go wrong, you know, foul, ball goes in, and one, stops the clock, turnover, turnover, missed free throws when you got fouled. It was crazy. Could I make one point? Sure can. I just want to say that earlier, you had a very patronizing tone towards me. I fully understand what... A slip screen is. I've been doing the NBA for 18 years. But the way you presented it initially was gobbledygook. So, like the audience, I wanted you to come back and explain yourself. And you then just took a firing line on me. And it was uncalled for. I don't think so. That's exactly what happened. You are overly sensitive to I am not. Did you have a bad day today? <laughs> it's second game of a back-to-back. The it's ride back from Philly, tough. did it like disturb you well, last night? That was two hours with you, which is probably the reason why I've had enough tonight. Time out. So that's uh, our guy, Ian Eagle, and the czar, Mike Fratello. Yes. 12 years ago on the Yes Network. S- some of us can relate. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> you could have run me over this morning. Go ahead. But they, at the time, explained it as the whole thing was a bit. Of course it was, because that's what he, you think there was a little truth in the I, comedy? It didn't sound like a bit to me. I, I think that the, the Ian got there, Ian got there. where I didn't. It didn't sound like it to me. Gobbledygook, to me, is the key. Anyway, it's just that, that the, it, that's, if that is a bit, that is bone dry. And, but I mean, and you would have Ian's to ex- really good at I that. I know he is. He's a comic. We've mentioned this before. His his parents were vaudevillians. It's the same. Like to me, I could totally see Benetti doing that. Although I I think his partner may have been a little bit more sensitive. Well, I, I was mentioning too that that watching Noah Eagle do the game and then getting in the car and hearing Ian do the football game at the same time was really cool. But no, is it as cool as seeing Jack Collinsworth on a pregame show? Don't even. So, I it's what's weird is Noah is more straight laced. He has to be than Ian. He's playing it really paint he by has numbers. Because Ian's Ian it has the freedom to be silly. Ian's been he, doing this for thirty years. Any, so anyway, Ian then because it kind of made its way back around, people thought that it had just happened with him and the czar of the telestrator. He then went and explained that that's 
We'll let him talk. The great Ian Eagle. Ian, how you been? Guys, I really appreciate the opportunity to address this publicly. <laughs> Truly. Thank you. I woke up this morning in Portland to about 40 text messages, and I was told I was trending on X <laughs> with the likes of Jim Carrey and stock market crash. Those were the three trending topics. Good company. <laughs> so I want to first thank Mink Flow for putting this out there and allowing a whole new generation of people to think that I had an epic fight with the czar Mike Fratello on Yes. This was, as you mentioned, Evan, 12 years ago. Unfortunately, I'm here to tell you it was a gag. See? I don't want to burst any bubbles. It was a joke. <laughs> In fact, the czar, at the end of that harangue, high-fived me nice. going to break. Nice. <laughs> Did so I get it. Back then, it, it went viral that year to the point where two days later, my sister, who was not interested in sports, called me and said, are you okay? Is everything <laughs> okay? Your mental health. I'm checking on your mental health. This is where we were because it appeared on Yahoo back mm. in 2012, Yahoo. and she saw it. So now all these years later, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Evan and Tiki on WFAN. See, I told you it was a bit. Now, we're going to not step on the radio bits of the afternoon show because we're already late. We'll talk with Parkinson Spiegel next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.